0: See to bite to eat and settle right in for hugs, snuggles, stories, and more. And so many sweet things in store. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Afternoons with Mimi.
1: Mimi, Mimi,
0: Mimi. Whoa, whoa, what's the ruckus, kiddo? What's the rush? Here. Take this. Your backpack? Inside. Quick, make sure Baba doesn't see. Honey, Baba's already driven away. And what's this? It's your blankie. You mean mankaroo. Oh, yes, I'm sorry.
1: How could I forget?
0: Now, what's mankaroo doing in your backpack?
1: Baba was talking to Grandpa this morning, and I heard something about it's time to give up blankie. Baba thinks I'm too old to bring mankaroo everywhere.
0: But I love mankaroo. Have you talked to Baba or your mom about this yet?
1: No, but yesterday Baba wouldn't let me bring Mangaroo to school. I even promised to keep it in my backpack the whole day It's just it's just
0: Mimi oh, I know, sweetie, I know Mangaroo makes you feel happy and comfortable uh-huh, hmm, but honey, Mangaroo does have a few bad holes and is unraveling at the seams. See here and here? Mimi, you're supposed to be on my side. Oh, I know, my love. And I am. You know what? I have an idea. You get started on your snack. I'm going to call Ms. Jen next door. Okay, Meme. What's for snack today? Fruit salad. Uh huh. You, you can? You did the same for your grandson? Oh, wonderful. I'll see you in five. All right, honey, Miss Jen has an idea. Is it okay if she takes Mankaroo for a bit? Mimi, what does Miss Jen want to do with Mankaroo? How do you feel about turning Mankaroo into something you can wear? That way it can be with you all the time.
1: I guess so. Yeah, I think that sounds good. But Mimi, Jen has to be really careful with Mank, though.
0: Oh, she will be. I'm just going to hang Mankaroo on the coat hook by the door so she can come grab it. Now, while you finish your snack... I'm going to read our afternoon story. In fact, I know just the book. Come snuggle up and let me read you a little something. Benji's Blanket, adapted by Miguel Gouvea and illustrated by Raquel Catalina, published by Green Bean Books. When Benji was born, his granddad, who was a tailor, made a beautiful blanket for his cradle, Benji loved the blanket more than his granddad could have ever imagined. Long after he had learned to walk and talk, Benji still refused to part with it. He was never seen without his granddad's gift. One day, when his mother saw the wrinkled, dirty blanket, she said, "Benji, it's time to throw this old thing away." "I'll never throw it away," Benji replied. Granddad gave me this blanket. Now it's my cape, and I need it to fly. Here I go, he cried as he zoomed through the house. Later that day, Benji flew across the street to Granddad's shop and asked him if there was anything he could do to fix the blanket. Granddad picked it up, looked at it again and again, turned it around and around, and said, You know, Benji, I think we still have enough good material to make you a jacket. Granddad started to measure, cut, and sew, measure, cut, and sew, measure, cut, and sew. When he had finished, Benji had a new jacket that fit him like a glove. How Benji loved that jacket. He wore it every day. But like every child, Benji grew bigger, while his jacket, like any jacket, stayed the same size. It became much too small for him, and the more Benji wore it, the shabbier it got. One day, his mother looked at him and said, Benji, that jacket, it's going in the rag bag right now. No, it's not, Benji cried. This coat was made for me by Granddad. I'll talk to him and he'll know what to do. Benji took the jacket to his Granddad and asked him to save it from disappearing into his mother's big sack of old clothes. Granddad picked it up, looked at it again and again, turned it around and around and said, You know, Benji, I think we still have enough good material here to make you a vest. Granddad started to measure, cut, and sew. Measure, cut, and sew. When he had finished, Benji put on his vest and smiled. But as time went on, Benji's vest, besides having acquired a big collection of stains, seemed to have more holes than fabric. When his mother saw the crumpled, moth-eaten garment, she said, Benji, that vest has done its job. We have to get rid of it. That's not true, Benji replied. Grandad can still turn it into something new. You'll see, he's the best tailor in the world. When Grandad opened the door, Benji gave him the vest without saying a word. Grandad smiled, picked it up, looked at it again and again, turned it around and around, and said, You know, Benji, I think we still have enough good material here to make you a scarf. So Granddad started to measure, cut, and sew. When he had finished, he put the scarf around Benji's neck. Time passed, and the scarf became so worn out that it barely resembled a scarf at all. One day, when Benji's mother saw the scarf all torn and tattered, she said, Benji, I'm sorry, but this really needs to be thrown away now. Don't even think about it, Benji protested. I know it doesn't look like it. But that's the scarf that Granddad made me. I'll talk to him, and he'll know what to do. Benji went to Granddad's shop and took what was left of the scarf out of his pocket. Carefully, Granddad picked it up, looked at it again and again, turned it around and around, and said, You know, I think we still have enough good material here to make you a button. And that is what he did. Benji pulled the button off his trousers and asked Granddad to sew the new one there so that everyone could see it. Not long afterwards, as he was getting ready for school, Benji realized that he had lost his button. He looked for it everywhere. In his shoes, in his trouser pockets, under his rug. But there was no sign of it anywhere. Benji said his mother, What can Granddad do with nothing? I'm not sure, Benji replied sadly, but Grandad always knows what to do. This time, Grandad said nothing when Benji told him what had happened. Benji was puzzled, but he waited patiently. He recognized the look on Grandad's face. He could see that Grandad was once again measuring, cutting, and sewing in his mind, thinking about what to do. Soon, Grandad broke the silence and said, You know, Benji, maybe that button was not the end after all. I think we still have enough good material here to make a story. Granddad gave Benji a pencil and a notepad. Together, they sat down to write. Their story started like this. When Benji was born, his granddad, who was a tailor, made a beautiful blanket for his cradle. End. I
1: really like that story, Mimi. Do you really think we can make Mangaroo into something for me to wear?
0: That's exactly what Ms. Jen's been working on this afternoon. Really? She did the same thing for her grandson. Check the coat hook, Mimi. I hope he loves it. Why don't you go check the coat hook?
1: Mimi, Mimi, look at me! Look at me! <laughs> Do you love it? I have a cape! A superhero cape! Mangaroo is my superhero cape. Now I can wear Manky to school. You look amazing.
0: Come here, my little superhero.
1: Thanks, Mimi. You always know just what to do. Oh, there's Baba and Ima. Love you, Mimi. Time to go.
0: Love you too. Nishama Shuli, kiddo.